Welcome. I am Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode 34 Transformers 2007, Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's play that tasty little trailer and let the trailer roll out. Got a little surprise for you, son. No, 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 Dad! Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I am. You're not getting a Porsche. <laughs> Let me tell you something, son. A driver don't pick the cars. Mm -mm. The cars pick the driver. It's a mystical bond between man and machine. trailer was good <laughs> oh the magic of editing oh that trailer was dope as fuck <laughs> all right so episode 34 brian versus brian we're doing another little retrospective ain't got nothing really new on the table so we're going back to a uh a video i've suggested a couple times but ultimately brian chose and uh yeah 2007 Transformers, Michael Bay. Um, 2007, like we said, uh, Michael Bay directing. Spielberg producing. Oh, yeah, Spielberg producing. I heard he didn't really want to do it, but uh, he just wanted really wanted the chance to work with Spielberg. That's what I've, what I've, I've seen in some of the behind the scenes. And Michael uh, Bay another, didn't want to do it? Yeah. He, did, he didn't really, he wasn't interested in Transformers, but uh, the fact that Spielberg was producing uh, connected him and Spielberg wanted to do it because he had seen the Transformers idea come across his table for live action. And he, he just said, you know, his kids always loved the toys and he just thought it, it could really be a, a good movie. Um, another little interesting tidbit is this when it first started was going to be uh, a GI Joe movie with Transformers when this was first on the table. But uh, during 2000, yeah, but during 2007, you know, we got the Iraq kind of stuff going on. We got some, we got a couple little wars going on. So I don't remember who made this movie, but. Uh, oh, Paramount? Shit. Yeah, Paramount thought that. Let's not do the G.I. Joe thing just yet. And they suggested Transformers, and it kind of morphed into that. Let's wait that, a year. <laughs> yeah, can't joke come out like yeah. 2009. I think that I think the success of the <laughs> uh, I think the success of this movie probably influenced uh, the GI Joe movie, which, Channing Tatum, which is fucking terrible. But 2009, <laughs> so it's yeah. Terrible, sorry, <laughs> but I think I think this movie was really good. Easily the best movie based on a toy. <laughs> Easily. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into it. So yeah, uh, the movie starts out uh, Shia LaBeouf, starring Shia LaBeouf. Uh, who else is in this motherfucker? 
Megan Fox. Uh, yeah, Megan Fox. Megan, ow! <laughs> uh, we got some Anthony Anderson. We got, Hell yeah, uh, we got uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie There's Mac. a lot of good cameos. What's that, John Chitrulio? Yeah, Chitrulio, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. John, uh, old-ass John Voight. Yeah, it's got oh, a... I forgot existed until... <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, John Voight. Yeah, it's got the uh, Tyrese... Oh yeah, Tyrese. Uh, who's Josh the main? Dumel. Yeah, Josh Dumel, who's in almost all of them, but one. <laughs> he's like the actually. He's like the thread through all the movies. You think it's going to be Shia, but no. And then, as we learn from Honey Boy and some other uh, interviews and stuff, I think uh, I think Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox got it on during the making of this. <laughs> and that, and I hear that's kind of the beginning of the end of. Uh, the Megan Fox marriage to 90210, whoever the fuck is. Oh, is. yeah. Brian, Brian Austin, Austin Green. Green. Yeah. yeah. Brian Austin Green. Word, motherfucker. <laughs> In Sarah Connor Chronicles, he was the shit. <laughs> Kyle Reese's brother. Uh-huh. He didn't have a brother. Oh, he did. In the show. <laughs> In the show, he did. Anyways. So, yeah, it starts off. How's it start off? It starts off with a really cool. Little, I love the opening where it's like, uh, we have been searching for the Allspark, which brought us to a world called Earth, unknown to the Autobots. Has a really cool. Oh, yeah. Might uh, also say that, uh, what's his name? Uh, the original voice of Optimus mm-hmm. is Optimus in this movie. And that a lot of people, when this movie was announced, were hating on Michael Bay. But they started to get more tidbits about the movie. Like, uh, I think it's Peter Cullum or something. They found out that he's being Optimus again. That really shot up the, the uh, stock of this movie. People, yeah, were like, okay. cool. People were like, okay. And, and he did a great job. Yeah. That's I, 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 probably one of the best performances in the whole movie. It's like, damn, he's a good voice actor. And like, he's it's just such a, like, a regalness to his Optimus. It's just really cool. And I watched a. a a thing at a Comic-Con once about him and how he came up with the voice. And he was going in for this thing and he said, you know, it's this, he was telling his brother about it, his older brother. And he's like, I'm telling my brother, it's like, uh, you know, robots fighting each other. And I just don't really know how I'm going to play this guy or make him sound. And uh, his brother told him, you know, make him strong, but wise. He doesn't want to fight. He has to. And speak his, softly and carry a big stick. Yeah. And he was saying uh, his, his, he based the voice off his brother. Mm-hmm. I guess his brother tonally sounds pretty similar to that. So we kind of just based it off his brother because his brother was like a, an army guy or something. He was in the military. So he always looked up to him. And he always kind of felt like he was that guy who he was telling him to be. And so I thought that interesting little tidbit about where that character came from. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned the opening and Sarah had never seen this before. She didn't know what she was getting into. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's Optimus's narration, like you were saying, and he's talking about the cube with the Allspark. And um, she goes, wait, wait, time out. Did, what, 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 did you say the cube? What's the cube? I'm like, I, I look, pause the movie and look at her. I'm like, it doesn't matter. 
Clan hit but it really doesn't. <laughs> don't even worry about the cube. Don't worry about the all spark. <laughs> None of that shit matters. Don't even try to even get into this like the story of this movie. It, it does not matter whatsoever. Dude, we're, we're here to we're here to watch Transformers beat the fuck out of each other. Let's be honest. It matters a little bit. I mean, it's kind <laughs> it's it's very much based on the the original animated movie. And the original animated movie, I don't remember. It was called The Matrix of Leadership, I think. And in the original scripts, I hear that's what it was. But they, I don't know, they changed it to the AllSpark just to be, you know, different from the, yeah. from the movie. And so it starts off and you, uh, it starts off with a, a really cool scene, I think, with the, um, the helicopter. Oh, the Black Hawk, yeah. Yeah, coming in and then like the military guys like, oh, we got an unknown bogey yada 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 coming in and they send out the f-22 raptors and then it lands at a base and they're all uh perplexed at this this black hawk because you come to find out from a character in the movie this helicopter has been shot down mm. so it shouldn't exist at all let alone it's coming in in the motherfucker base yeah. are you sure yeah sure uh check it check it one more time and check it on top of that and check it one more time are you sure check it again <laughs> My friend was on that hawk. Oh, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I, b- I believe you now. He didn't have to check it again. Sorry, I thought and that then, was funny the way he's he, his before. Check it and then double check it on top of that. It's like, whoa. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, you got it's surrounded by military personnel because it's a foreign uh, ship coming into their base or, you know, helicopter. And then I just love that first transformation. I saw this in theaters in 2007. I'm uh, pretty sure it was with TJ, and uh, it was a, it was at least with TJ. I can't remember the other folks, <laughs> yeah. but goddamn, we we had high hopes for this movie, and I don't I, they weren't let down for me. Like, and then that first transformation, the blades stop, and then it kind of <laughs> oh my god, and everyone's shooting at it. It becomes mm. a giant fucking robot starts launching missiles and shooting people and i thought that was a really cool opening scene uh originally in the screenplay i hear that there isn't much military stuff it was mostly about the uh shia labeouf character and um, yeah and michael bay (laughs) thought it was not serious enough so they added in a lot more of the military aspect which i loved all the military aspect i thought was really good in this movie and gave it a kind of uh a gravitas if you will like made it more uh of a more action movie and more realistic how the military would want to handle something like this and so they get attacked the the giant transformers trying to steal information from the the internet you know trying to find out where the all spark is and then we kind of get transformed to to witwicky who's in school and uh, I, I liked Shia LaBeouf in this. Like, I didn't like him before this because all I knew him from was, like, even Stevens. And I thought that shit was just garbage. And so in this, I was like, okay, maybe I can get behind this guy. He's pretty funny. He's quirky. He's kind of, I don't know, I would say he's kind of just playing Shia LaBeouf. It's kind of how he always approached a role before he got to be a really serious actor. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I was kind of the, the weirdo. Uh, Shia, but I gotta say, if we're talking about Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf's my fucking boy. She's a Shia. Oh, 
maybe not so much anymore. Apparently he's kind of a, an asshole, you know, wife beater. Um, so that kind of sucks, but dude, I've been <laughs> on the Shia LaBeouf train for a really Since even long time. Stevens. Since even Stevens. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I mean, I didn't love even uh, Stevens, but I watched it. But so oh, I've God. seen like almost, I've been a huge fan of Shia LaBeouf from the fucking beginning. Um, and yeah, his early career is a little patchy, a little rough, but, um, when he starts getting to the more indie stuff and later in his career, he turns out some, some pretty great performances, but yeah, in this movie, he's awesome. He's charming. He's, he's funny. He's yeah. yeah he's, he's everything you probably want in a, in a high school protagonist. Yeah. I thought it was really good. And then, so the movie kind of shifts to him and kind of his school life and, uh, his dad promising to buy him his first car if he gets good grades and uh, he does. So they go out shopping for a car and we got the scene where they're pulling up to the little shitty used car dealership owned by Bobby Bolivia, baby. We'll get to that. And uh, you see the little old ass Camaro, the seventies or the eighties Camaro pull in. And uh, so that's the first scene I really want to stop on because uh, I thought Bernie Mac like this movie, I was laughing again every time. I'm, I'm like laughing throughout it. I think it's really funny. And I think it's got some really good action. But Bernie Mac in this scene, I just thought was so funny. He's like pretty good, a, yeah. He's Uncle Bobby B, baby. <laughs> and then uh, he's, got the, he's got the part where it's like, your dad took you to see me to buy your first car? That makes us practically family. <laughs> and then uh, Shia LaBeouf is like, no, he, he made me. Yeah. He's like, well, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't lie to you. Not in front of my mammy. That's my mammy over there. And he points across the street. He's got the little old black lady who's his mammy. And she actually flips him off. It's like, oh, yo, bitch, I'd have hit you with a rock. <laughs> it's a little more vulgar than I remembered this movie being. Yeah. There's a couple of oh, spots. Like I was bust, like, your oh. head, bust your head, bitch, or something. I'll bust your head, bitch. I'll bust oh. your head with a rock, bitch. <laughs> Uncle Bobby B, baby. Yeah, and he's he's... Uh, he's really funny in his little part in this. And then yeah, I, I was other- smiling uh, for his performance. I think the one line that actually made me laugh um, was when he's like, get out of the car. He's like, what are you talking about? You said the car picks a driver. Well, sometimes they pick a, 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 a son with a cheap-ass father. Like, get out of the car. Yeah, pick a That's driver with a cheap-ass father. <laughs> and he's like, for 4000 this baby right here. And they had the yellow uh, beetle next to the Camaro, which is what Bumblebee was in the old shows, yeah. a beetle. So they had that callback. And then Bumblebee slams his door into the beetle and knocks it over. And then he's going, hey, Manny, <laughs> bring your cousin over with them sledgehammers and bang this out, baby. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty funny. I loved him in this. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, he gets the car. And we got some, some funny uh, scenes with him in the car. He goes to the park because there's a party there. And uh, he brings his little quirky friend and they they talk to the quintessential jock whose boyfriends or who is the boyfriend of Megan Fox. And uh, I, I think some of that is pretty funny. And he's like, why'd you climb that tree? It's like, did, <laughs> did you see the dismount? Dude, we look like idiots. <laughs> did you see the dismount? <laughs> you start climbing the tree. <laughs> and then from there on out, we start to get into it. Uh, Megan Fox walks home because she's pissed at the boyfriend, and then we get some start to get some Bumblebee character stuff where he yeah. he's, he plays on the radio. Uh, who's gonna drive you home? 
I'm going to drive her home tonight. <laughs> it's like, dude, you can't you take car. her home. She's a, she's a fucking jock concubine, bro. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sit, seat her in the back. It'll be fine. It's like, you can't seat her in the back, dude. Are you listening? They're like, get out of my, you need to get out of my car right now. It's like, dude, this is bro code. You're ruining it. What code? <laughs> get your ass out the car. Bros over hose. Get out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes him get out and he goes and picks her up. And uh, all their interactions, uh, Shia LaBeouf and uh, Megan Fox, I thought were pretty good. It was pretty good chemistry there. I think we know why. But anyways, <laughs> pretty good chemistry. When he's like, hey, I'd like to ride you home. I mean, give you a ride to your home. You know, I mean, if you need a ride. And she gets in, and uh, that's kind of where it starts. Uh, in the middle of the night, we have another scene where he thinks his car is getting stolen. He chases it down. Chases it down to, like, a little, uh, what the fuck is that, a junkyard? Yeah. Sees, sees his car transform into a robot. And he's like, oh, shit. And then from there, uh, that's a different day, right? That ends, and then goes back to real life yeah i think because he's at home and then the car like comes back yeah he's like oh satan's camaro yeah and he's kind of freaked out by it by then but then uh he meets up with the uh decepticons the the police car decepticon barricade i think his name is i thought that was pretty cool because he's a he's a cop car and if you look at the little sayings on the side he normally says like protect and to serve it says like to punish uh, and enslave. Yeah, to punish and enslave. <laughs> <That's> so <fucked. laughs> That's some cool shit like that. Yeah. But even before that, I think there there were some cool scenes. I'm getting ahead of myself, but even before that, you see the little uh, stereo robot on Air Force One. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little stereo actual model. I was yeah. surprised. I didn't remember an actual model in the movie, but to my surprise, they actually built a model. Yeah, the stereo robot who gets his. Uh, information from the mainframe so they actually have the name of uh it's like his ancestor witwicky who saw megatron back in the day and now like it's uh i don't know fucking engraved on his glasses so yeah. they need the glasses it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> i was yeah. gonna ask <laughs> i was gonna <laughs> ask you so michael bay is notorious for uh product placement it's everywhere in all of his movies he doesn't give a fuck um but the stereo when it warps into the or transforms into the stereo, it's like GSX. And I was going to ask you, was that a real brand? I don't remember a brand that was like GSX or I'm, GSV. No, or I'm pretty sure like it is. I'm pretty sure they were pretty big in the fucking little stereo game. I'm pretty sure wow. I had a, a little translucent green CD player stereo that was a GSX. Yeah. GSX, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, they get the name. So they now they know who they're. Are you Ladies Man 217? And uh, they got to find him. And, uh, oh, God, where am I? Yeah. Uh, Bumblebee saves Sam from the Decepticons. And then they, and then Bumblebee fights with uh, one of the Decepticon, the police car Decepticons. Yeah, Barricade. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And so we get into the, the graphics of the, uh, the robots, which is really, you know, what most people are there for. And, oh, my God. These graphics on these, uh, the effect work on these fucking robots is fucking impeccable. Uh, obviously, because it's, it's done by uh, Industrial Light and Magic. You know, they're going to knock it out of the park anytime they do something. And uh, 
so they actually designed them like every little part and then to actually like form into the car and be uh uh they're aware of like mass and like they're not going to have a giant robot come out of a fucking little fucking you know beetle they're all based on the mass of the car that they're, that's why uh Optimus is like a, a bigger truck because he's a, a bigger robot and he's taller than all the other ones. And I thought uh, the graphics, even for 2007, like I'm rewatching this in 4K and it just looked amazing. And the transform, the transformations, like they're actual real pieces and they conceptualize how it would happen, not just like randomly. You know what I mean? Like it didn't make sense. Like a, every part moved and actually creates that fucking bot. And it's just so sick, dude. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's, so it, it can't be overstated that I'm going to be pretty dramatic here, but the transformation scenes in this movie is fucking wild. It is insane. Like, it still holds up to this day. Like, the yeah. every time the transform and the camera kind of sweeps underneath it and you see all the gadgets and all yeah. like, oh my God, it's so badass. And the, I, I've seen some behind the scenes stuff. And originally they did this, like, they wanted to do it ultra realistic. And so the transformations were a little bit slower and you, you see every moving part kind of more, but they thought it was just, you know, with all the transformations, it was just taking too long and it didn't look that great. So they, they did some stuff where they speed it up and, you know, torsos are rotating. So <laughs> it's just more of an unrealistic movement and, oh, it looks so good. And then in the, uh, in the behind the scenes, Michael Bay is talking about, you know, he didn't want to do this movie unless it could look ultra realistic. And he, it's funny because when I talk about next gen, I talk about ray tracing and how that's the, the new thing that makes everything look realistic because the lighting. And in the, in the video, he mentions ray tracing. He's like, we did ray tracing. I knew we had to do this ray tracing thing, which was uh, fairly new back then. And he's like, where all the light hits off all the surfaces of the robot. And if it's a reflective surface, it reflects that light. If it's a matte surface, it absorbs that light. And uh, still to this day, this is from 2007, and our video games don't look this good. Yeah. Which is crazy. I was like, damn. We're like, I will relish the day where a fucking, maybe PS6, a, a fucking video game looks like. 2007 transformers graphics yeah right it's like, it's like we're getting there but damn this is ahead of its time and they had to hire like all sorts of new people at ilm because i heard it would it would take like uh hundreds of hours to just render like one transformation because it was so ahead of its time it's like they're just just to render it it's like they're just yeah. sitting there weeks and weeks and weeks waiting for this uh piece of film to be ready to show um yeah and then so from there we got uh we start getting into you know i don't remember her name but the girl and her group of nerds and like the government oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're the trying analyst. to yeah they're trying to figure out the, the the signal that's left behind so they can uh find out who hacked into the code because they don't know anything about decepticons or anything yet and uh, that's where we start to get some other super funny stuff because this girl knows a guy who is Anthony Anderson, and she has to show this signal to him and maybe get some of his insight. I thought that scene was just fucking so funny. They, when she goes to his house 
and they're playing like Dance Dance Revolution, and they're doing. Oh yeah. Hey, hey what level are you on? Oh! <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> it's like even before that, like <laughs> when they when they when she shows up and he's like, "You can't come into my place. This is my my quiet place, my house of Zen." All of a sudden, you hear the grandma off off camera who's like, "Who is that?" Like, Shut up, grandma. Quit Shut up, grandma. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so funny in this man. Yeah, he's pretty good. And so they go in there. It's like, what if I told you I had something to show you that was super top secret? How top secret? Like I would be put in jail for the rest of my life for showing you. (sighs) Hey, hey, pause that, man. Pause that, man. Hold on. I got to do something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's great in this movie. And they go in there and they check it out. And then that's another one of the, the moments I just laughed out loud is when the FBI busts in. Cause they find oh, out yeah. she stole the signal and the FBI busts in on them. And uh, Anthony Anderson, you know, they're all getting arrested. And I this God, this is one of the funniest scenes. He's getting arrested and they throw him down. And you can see that it's like one of those old ladies who has got like a plastic mat mm-hmm. on her, on her, uh, <laughs> on her living room where you're yeah. supposed to walk. <laughs> one of those little like <laughs> things where you roll around like a, a computer chair, mm-hmm. a plastic mat. And then he's getting arrested. It's like, Hey, get off my grandma's carpet. She don't like no one on her carpet, especially police. <laughs> I just thought that was one of the funniest. Yeah, that's shits. a great line. And then another fucking super awesome scene is when uh, right after that they get taken to be interrogated, and uh, Anthony Anderson is sitting there explaining to her how it's going to go because he knows a little something about police and all this. And they're sitting in a room alone, and there's a plate of donuts in the middle of the the table, and he says, "You see what they did." They put the plane of donuts here to measure your guilt. If you're guilty, you're not going to eat any of them. You see what I did? I ate the whole plate. The I was like, whole damn donuts. <laughs> yeah. The whole damn plate. <laughs> and it's like, uh, they're going to play good cop, bad cop when they come in here. Don't say a goddamn word. And then when they come in, they just introduce themselves. And he's like, she did it. She's the one. <laughs> She tries to say something. He's like, don't talk to me, criminal. You're a criminal. <laughs> oh, and it was so funny. And, he, and he's like, oh, I got a sugar rush <laughs> from the donuts. And then later on in the scene, he's got a Pepto-Bismol. Oh, from, yeah. Oh, and Alka-Seltzer. And that's kind of uh, a little bit further down the line where we uh, introduce uh, the John. How, does, how the fuck do you pronounce Tuturo? his name? Tuturo. Tuturo. I don't know if that's correct, but that's what the, I say. The big Lebowski guy. Yeah. Jesus. And yeah, yeah, he's pretty funny in this. And so we introduce the Autobots and uh, why they're here to save the day, yada, yada. And then we have a first uh, big kind of, when they first find the, the Autobots, the Sector 7, and we have that scene where they're trying to uh, hide from them and run away that's a really good scene it's like that's oh, their yeah. first that's first kind of a bunch of autobots transformed so we got optimus in this movie you got like uh the fuck is it? you got ratchet mm-hmm. who's like the big uh medical guy who's like a medical fucking truck and then you got a uh, iron who's like the weapon specialist it's like a big gmc black truck we got jazz who's a little like pontiac solstice and he's like kind of the uh, fun family racism character <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> it's like a, 
it's like a stereotypical like black dude that yeah, yeah motherfucker <laughs> yeah name's jazz yeah <laughs> so that, he's pretty funny and uh, they get worse with it number two yeah number two is poof. number two with the two little twin yeah that's racist bad. robots yeah. they get real bad with it they get they, they take it pretty far on that one <laughs> it's like worse than jar jar oh man but anyways yeah it's a little more subtle than number one it's still it's family fun racism is what it is <laughs> you know and he's a robot and they explain it he learned from watching tv and the radio that's why he talks yeah, like yeah. This. that's why he's got a sass to him <laughs> but anyways uh then we get to, I mean, from there on out, it's just a pretty much battles. Yeah, we get to the uh, dam. We get all the exposition. Megatron gets kind of unleashed. Um, oh, yeah, we get some of the story about how Megatron had landed here before, and it was in ice. Yeah. I liked that stuff. It was almost like a, a Roswell, you know, Area 51. Kind of they've been hiding this uh, stuff. Right. So I guess overall... Let's talk about some some overalls. So, what do you think of the the story? You weren't. No, I mean, I think when I saw it in twenty or um, two thousand seven, I remember thinking it was pretty good. Um, and then I watched it again at some point. I don't know. And I remember thinking that like seventy five percent of this movie is nonsense and then the last like half an hour is pretty fun and i think that the last half an hour kind of makes up for what you see for the rest of the, and, and the front half of the movie so that's kind of what my memory was jumping in was that most of this movie is garbage but the last 40 30 to 40 minutes is, is fun and it makes up for the garbage that you had to endure to get there um and i gotta say i think it is a little worse than i than i thought um i do still think that the first two hours of this movie i think the two the movie is two hours and 20 minutes i think the, the first hour and 45 minutes is complete and utter nonsense and i was bored and then i was kind of like once they get to the dam i'm like all right here we go finally we're fucking we're here because i know it's about to happen i know that things are about to ramp up and then my mind i i felt in my memory i felt like the climax was a little grander than it ended up being um more bigger i feel like coming back and watching it, it felt really small. It was like, they kind of just fight on one little street. You can tell it was like a soundstage on Paramount lot. Wasn't even like on location. And like, there's some cool moments in there. Don't get me wrong. Like the fucking star scream. Who's like flying in the sky, transforming, shooting planes down, transforming. And like all that kind of stuff was really fun. But there's overall, some on location it, shit. Like remember when that one transformers like skating to the street and fucking bust. Oh yeah. That yeah. That's just dope. Yeah. Like that's that, fucking, that's, that's a real scene. Right. Well, I'm not saying the whole thing is not on location. I'm just saying that a lot of the soldier stuff, Megan Fox driving the tow truck, a bump, like all that stuff with the soldiers is all just kind of on a, on a soundstage. There are obviously moments where they shot on location. Um, but yeah, like even the, the highway scene is awesome. Like the, the, the score drops out and it's just the audio and you hear the fucking, you see the transformation, which is another great transformation scene. And Optimus slams on his brakes, fucking turns around. He transforms <laughs> and then they collide. But yeah. even that, like, I remember that being a dope ass scene, but that's, and it, it is, but it lasts for like 30 seconds. That fight is over the moment it fucking starts. It's like, oh man, that's like, they collide and then they, they kind of crash into another freeway and they land on the ground and then they punch each other and then Optimus chops his head off and then it's over. I'm like, oh, this was how he do. Was I remember. That's how, that's how he do. That's how he, <laughs> that's how do, he do, baby. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. Uh, that was one of the things that surprised me. As I remember the, I remember the climax being a lot bigger and grander than it actually ended up being. Um, I still think it's entertaining. I think there's some really cool stuff in there. Um, I, I fucking love, I think one of the highlights of the climax is I love when they transform like back and forth, like when Starscream fucking flies down, transforms, lands on the ground, shoots, and then jets out. Like, I love that shit. Or like every time they transform and do something cool, then transform back. That's yeah. Really well done. <clears throat> like the scene where they're in the air and they're sending F 22s to yeah, bomb. That was sick. And he's flying with them, and then it's like an unknown, unknown bird on our six. And then he mm-hmm. transforms and kind of yeah. shoots at them and then flies again with them. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's badass. I that's, hated, I, mean, I hated the fucking Megan Fox. Like, are you right? I'll drive backwards. You shoot. All right. All of a sudden, and then like the cheesy ass fucking generic rock song starts playing. I'm like, oh my god, why? Why not just use the score of the film instead of this whatever the fuck that was? Uh, yeah, Bumblebee was a good character though. Like, I think he had his leg chopped off or something at that point. Yeah. But every every time every time Bumblebee gets hurt, you fucking feel for him. Yeah, and yeah. you get sad. Like the first time is like he's getting captured, and they're spraying him with like the cryo shit to fucking capture him with S seven. And Shia's like, just leave him alone. <laughs> and he tries to stop him. It's like you feel bad. It's like, oh man, it's like it's like watching a dog get hurt in a, a movie or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a, a a sense of like innocence to Bumblebee, where you yeah, for you sure. Know. Um. So yeah, that's kind of what I felt about the movie overall. Was that it's okay? I don't know. Like. I thought the ending was always worth the, the wait because it is a buildup to that climax. There's not really a whole lot of action throughout the movie until the, I mean, there is, but there's not a lot. They kind of give it to you in bits, very, very, very small bits. And it's not until like the last 30 minutes where they really give it to you. And I just always felt like it was worth it because it was an awesome 30 minutes, but coming back and watching this time, it's like, eh, I don't know if it's worth it, but it's still pretty fun. Um, yeah. John Turturro, there's some weird shit with him. Do you like when he's in the car? And he's like, you're a criminal and criminals are hot. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, that's Dude, the Megan. That's the fucking Michael Bay shit. He's always uh, doing some questionable. Underage. Yeah. Sex, sexiness. Weird, you weird know what I mean? In there, yeah. Like she's supposed to be in high school. Uh, and one of the uh, the Marky Mark one, uh, the first one with Marky Mark. I think it's uh, Last Night or Age of Extinction. There's a whole scene where like Marky Mark's daughter 17 and this guy's like 22 and dating her. And he's like, what if I turn you into the police? She's underage. And he pulls out this card that has like Romeo and Juliet law. So like, we, da- we were dating before for six months. So we're legit. And I was like, what? That's a fucking. That's a weird. <laughs> that's a weird fucking joke to have or even thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's wow. like, bro, like that shouldn't have been in the movie. That's weird as fuck. So yeah, he does have this weird affinity for uh, sexualizing underage characters. But I mean, she was, I'm pretty sure, of age when they filmed this. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So right on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh. Um, but yeah, another thing about, I mean, this is CG fest, but Michael Bay, to his credit, does what he can. I mean, he knows he can't do uh, models with the, the, the fucking Transformers. It's just too much money and too much. They're too big. But 
like that scene where they're flying through uh, Optimus and Megatron through that building. That's a yeah, miniature. Yeah. That's a fucking miniature. That's cool. They didn't have to do that. That could have been all CG. I was like, dude, I appreciate that he chose to, you know, really do it when he could. Yeah. And, and it's obvious to me that he wanted to because in a movie like this, especially now, you would CG the whole fucking thing. You wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Every sure. single thing would be CG. There wouldn't be no real bus getting cut in half and yeah, blowing yeah. up. It would just be a CG bus. It would be an empty highway, you know? And so I applaud him for doing all that. Yeah, and I think I, that, the, you know, I think that despite my feelings of the movie, I think there's real, there's awesome in the, um, you know, pretty unique and, and fascinating like artistry on, on screen, despite how I feel about it as overall as a whole, like there's some dope ass shit. The ILM and the sound design team um, managed to pull off to make this believable. Yeah. With the, the, the score is pretty good. And then it has like featuring Lincoln park. We have a couple songs. I actually, I like those songs in here. And uh, that's a, that's a mark of a good, I think, uh, movie song. When you hear that song, it just immediately evokes the movie to you. Yeah. Cause yeah. every time I hear that song, um, do, 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 I brace myself, <laughs> fall back on what? That's not aged well. Brace <laughs> myself. I'm like, oh yeah, dude. Every time I hear that, that starting that, do, 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 I'm like, Autobots. I hear it in my head. We have <laughs> the, found the a new movie. home. Yeah. yeah. If you are out there, Earth, and it's like they are a brutal species, but were we any different? They are young <laughs> and they will learn. <laughs> yeah, I love it, dude. I love me some Lincoln Park. And so I thought it was pretty cool. And they don't overdo it. There's like two Lincoln Park songs. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's like at the very end. And then uh, scattered a little bit in the movie, but they don't really like put the lyrics. No, up. it's I think when he's dropping her off, um, the scene you already mentioned earlier when he when he picks her up, uh, when he's dropping her off at her home, it's playing in the on the stereo. Yeah, so they but don't know. Overdo- like you said, there's no lyrics. It's just that that piano. Yeah, there. they don't overdo it with the the Lincoln Park reference yeah. of the music, and uh, I think they did a couple of them, uh, maybe one, two, and three, or at least one or two. They had some songs, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, but I have to disagree. I think the movie is fun the whole fucking time. I really even think the boring parts, I just, I think the characters are so fun and funny that I'm, I'm on board the whole time. Like, I just really enjoy it. Uh, I can watch this movie once a year at least. And I just still enjoy it. Uh, and you know, I'm not a huge transformers fan i never liked the cartoon growing up or the old movie i liked beast wars which was like the newer incarnation where there are animals but that has nothing to do with this yeah so i don't think it's a big nostalgia pulling me into it i just thought it was a super fun movie and i thought it was uh for what people thought it might have been i thought it was done really well it's like fucking transformers movie it could have been just fucking dog shit but I think this movie still holds up and it's still worth a watch in uh, 2021. Yeah, I, I don't think it's dog shit. I think it's sequels dog shit. I don't even want to yeah. go anywhere near that that sequel. I'll watch the third one again. I think I actually remember liking it. I've only seen the third one once, but I remember liking it. Um, so I don't think it's dog shit, but I don't know, man. I just I feel like there's a really, really good movie in there. And, and as far as I'm concerned, but it's just it's just overstuffed. Like you're talking about the, the military stuff. 
and I, and I, uh, I like it too, but at points that felt like I was watching two different movies, it was like, we would focus on Sam for a little bit, the coming of age story mixed in with transformers. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden cut back to the desert. Meanwhile, in the desert, we're back at the soldiers. And then you like hang out with the soldiers for a little bit. And all of a sudden, meanwhile, back in LA, there's Sam Wentwickies. And it's just like, I just wish that one of those storylines could have just been cut out. And then we could either just had a coming of age story with transformers or cut him out completely and just have a military movie with transformers. I just felt like the two of them, didn't mesh well together as far as I'm concerned. It just felt overbloated and didn't need to be two different plot lines. Yeah. Maybe, <clears throat> just maybe, this movie is more than meets the eye. But also, I mean, that's that you know, that's a nitp- nitpick. But um, and there's also just random scenes that do not deserve to be like I don't know why some of these scenes weren't on the cutting room floor. The one, the the one that stands out the most is he. Uh, I think you mentioned it earlier, but he get he gets arrested, and we cut to the police station, and the cop just starts giving him shit, and then that's it. There's no information in that scene. There's literally nothing in that scene. I like that is scene. That, it's fun. No, that scene is so stupid. Look at my piece. What you say? What do you? I'm my piece. <laughs> Who is writing this dialogue? Like that's so bad. It's so. Stupid. What do you want? Uppers, downers, losies, smallies. <laughs> Uh, yeah i'm like why wasn't that on the cutting room floor it makes no sense yeah uh shit what else is there there's a story talked about the graphics that all looks amazing yeah uh we disagree on the story i think it's a fun watch anytime and i, I, I dude i feel like the runtime to me just breezes by even in the slower parts i i'm engaged and i just i'm having fun it's just like one of my favorite popcorn flicks i just a good action movie with characters i know like even though i'm not that invested in transformers i know the characters you know so it's like a childhood kind of thing even though i wasn't that into that show i know it yeah yeah and i can just get enveloped in the story and it's fun and i think it's uh i mean a pretty realistic and grounded story for what you think a Transformers movie might have been in 2007, you know? And uh, once again, I just keep going back to it. This, the fucking, the graphics make it, it has aged well. Mm-hmm. And like in, in 4k, I think it's, it's aged better. You know, some movies when they're brought to like 4k, the CGI wasn't as good. So it brings out the imperfections and yeah, things, yeah. but this movie, it's like the CGI was better than what they even had to put films on so it's like it just makes it uh clearer so you can see all the little pieces when they transform and stuff where it's kind of blurry if you bought the dvd it's a little better if you got the the blu-ray but then once you get the 4k it's like everything's pretty clear you mm-hmm. know oh, it just looks so awesome i just can't believe it's aged this well uh yeah, you, yeah look at other movies from you know 2007 look at beowulf yeah and yeah. they i think that's 2007 and they're CG, and it's like, oh, man. I mean, it's okay, but looking at you could tell it's dated. And uh, that's Robert Zemeckis, and he was going to direct this at first. He was the one attached because, you know, Steven Spielberg and his relationship. But uh, for some reason, he, he ended up not doing it, and Michael Bay stepped in, and he did Beowulf instead. And uh, I think out of those two, Michael Bay hit the – 
you know, he jumped the shark on this. And I, I liked it. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about on this? It- hmm. I mean, they're all <laughs> they're all like complaints. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to bash it because I don't. Again, I don't think it's a piece of shit. But um, we talked about Shia LaBeouf. Oh, there's that scene where they he goes to his house, which is I love those scenes in the movies where you have to like someone try to hide something or, or, or prevent themselves from being caught. Oh yeah, where they're all hiding at the house. I love that. Yeah, scene. yeah, I like that. But it like. That scene outstays as welcome. <laughs> that scene's like 15 minutes long. I'm like, why are we still going? But um, but I, I like that scene a lot, even though it is over long and doesn't need to be that long. Uh, I, I love the quirky parents. Yeah, that, yeah. that scene adds to that. Like, there's that uh, there's an earthquake. Get down. <laughs> he has the wine glass in his hand. <laughs> and the wife is like, How did you get under there so fast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love it. Uh love it. This fucking movie rules, goddammit. And I still like the sequels. There, none of them are as good as this one. Uh, the second one gets shit on. I don't know why. I rewatched it and I was like, ain't that fucking bad. I, I found a lot of good parts in that one. Like uh, the second one, he's got a this new girl with him at college who's hitting on him for no reason and ends up being a robot. And then uh, there's a super funny scene where... Uh, uh, Megan Fox catches him kissing the robot chick, but then the robot chick, you know, sees her and then like this big fucking robot snake comes out of her mouth and shit. And he's like, she's like, oh, you're just kissing her. And it's like, you don't understand. It's like kissing a fucking diesel engine. There was a, <laughs> there was a diesel tint to it. Okay. And it wasn't enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had your throat just like penetrated by a diesel piston? <laughs> I thought a lot of that shit was pretty funny. Uh, you know, not, doesn't compare to the first one. Uh, third one is better, as far as the critics say, and I agree. Third one's a little better than uh, second one. Still not up to the first one. And then from there, it really drops off in quality. Uh, when you go to the Marky Marks. Yeah, I, I dropped off out of the third one, so I I, I can't speak yeah. to the Age of Extinction and the was it last night? <clears throat> yeah, I haven't even seen last night yet. I'm watching Age of Extinction right now, and it's it's not that great. The one thing I do like is when you first reintroduce Optimus, he's a he's a flat faced semi like he was in the old show. Yeah. For some reason, I guess he got in a fight and he's like, "I had to take this form to hide." It's like you took a form of a flat face semi with <laughs> that's blue with red flames versus the one that had a nose. It's like it's the same truck, bro. But yeah. they and then he changes back to a normal truck after that. I was like, I, I kind of liked that. Just that little tidbit where he was the uh, flat face one again, kind of like he was in Bumblebee, where he was like oh, a yeah. flat, flat face semi again, like the old show. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of want to go back and watch the third one because I remember liking it, but again, that, that movie came out in what 2011. It's been, it's been yeah. ten, it's been a decade since I've seen it, but um, yeah, Darker the Moon. Um, the second one. Revenge of the Fallen. It. I remember hating it even when it came out, but I, I do remember liking uh, the. There's a forest scene in the second movie, an action scene that takes place in the forest. Yeah, I remember thinking it was pretty fucking pretty great. Yeah, um, and it was weird too. Like I don't. I'm kind of with you. Uh, Transformers was a little bit before my time. I think the generation, my generation, is like you know, Turtles, Turtles and Power Rangers, yeah. and yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, my, I had an older brother. His generation was more Transformers, GI Joe, He-Man, like 
those kind of so like Transformers is always kind of around in the house and the movie the Transformers the movie was pretty big uh which I want to go back and rewatch cuz I remember it having a pretty kick-ass 80s soundtrack. Yeah. You got the touch. Anyways, yeah. um but it was weird to see so like in the movie Bumblebee um sends out a signal for the Autobots to come down to earth cuz the Allspark's here or whatever. And when they all when they all crash down on earth they all um they all look the same. And it isn't until they scan something that they become what we know is what they look like. I thought that was kind of interesting because I don't, I don't know. I'm maybe I'm, I mean, I don't know the history of what transformers, what they actually look like, but I thought that they were just what they are like cars and trucks or whatever, but it's just kind of weird to see them in like a normal well, alien yeah. looking mode. And then they had to, yeah, they're, to- they're robots in disguise and on Cybertron, their planet, they don't need to have a disguise because yeah. uh, yeah. you know, they're not hiding from anybody, but they do have alternate modes typically on Cybertron. That's why Megatron, uh, uh, they tried to show that he doesn't care about hiding because he's, he's, you know, evil. And he's like, I don't, I'm not trying to fucking hide. So mm-hmm. his alternate form is just like a Cybertronian jet. It's just like something that he would probably fly around in Cybertron. On. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when they come down, they're just exoskeletons, but they do, they do choose forms based on like their mass. Like uh, Optimus was way taller. So he picked a big truck and like Jazz, when he first comes in, he scans the little uh, Pontiac. He's a much smaller robot. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're not like exactly the same. They're pr- pretty They're pretty similar, but uh, yeah. there is. Yeah, a- yeah, it wasn't a complaint. I just thought it was interesting that like, because I've never seen that portrayal of a Transformer before. Of, like they're all just kind of basic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I guess it comes down to the 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 main coupe de jour here, the uh, <laughs> rollout moment rating. Classic retro rating, 2007 Transformers, movie based on a motherfucking toy, bro. I didn't have much expectations going into it uh, the, the first time I ever saw it, but I fucking loved it walking out of that movie theater and i still watch it constantly to this day i just bought it on 4k not too long ago and i have to give this movie oh i i i gotta give it an eight i love it it's fucking amazing i thought about giving it a 7.5 and trying to be but i really don't think it's that low like i watch it too much for it to be a 7.5 to me like you don't watch 7.5s constantly and i've bought this movie on dvd blu-ray and 4k you don't buy a movie three times if it's a fucking 7.5 you got it's a you got your it's fucking a mind it's a fucking eight <laughs> i fucking love this movie dude. motherfucker you bought it because it was cheap you don't buy it because it's a good guy motherfucker. Movie. <laughs> uh, i did buy it because it's a good movie i'm just fucking with you hey dude nice pew pew <laughs> I want to stay with the boy. That's how much I love this movie. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd probably give it a 5.5. 5, 5. Holy shit. <laughs> this movie is... Jesus Christ. It's, it's all right. It's oh my barely God. a passing grade. I think that the last, again, the last oh, 55% 30... <laughs> is not a passing grade. What the fuck school? I said it's barely through? a passing grade. Or, yeah, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> not necessarily fuck. a passing grade. Almost a passing grade. Oh, man. 
I can't explain. Um, I don't know how wrong you are, my friend. We are joking throughout the movie that this could secretly be a porno because the dialogue is so bad. And just like there's a scene where Megan Fox opens the hood and it cuts to her sweaty ass stomach. And she's like, let me help you with your engine. He's like, yeah. Oh, and it's just like, this is, we're watching a porno script. I actually so like, prefer it when women touch my engine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this movie is pretty fucking rough. Um, but I do think that there's entertainment no. value in, in the last like 30, 30 to 40 minutes that edge it out to a five five maybe a six if i'm generous but i'm i'll be honest with you there's way better movies that i can spend my time with watching than this um especially action movies this movie's like it was cool to see to see it again i guess just to visit it again but i probably won't watch this movie anytime soon probably ever <laughs> no, I don't, no, I don't, no i don't see there's another reason for me to watch this movie again i've seen it enough i already know how i feel about it i'm just gonna go watch better things that I enjoy more. That's so a 5.5 5 and an 8. What's the average of that? Like a fucking 6.25? Yeah. So, yeah. That's the average. I think he's completely off base. I think it's a really enjoyable, fun movie. What do you guys think? Because this is actually one where we're, we're pretty far apart on our scores. 5.5 5 yeah. versus an 8. Where do you fall on Transformers 2007? Do you think it's really good? Looking back on it, do you think it's fun? Do you think it's a piece of garbage that deserves to be fucking back in 2007 and we don't ever talk about it again? Uh, or do you think it deserved its freaking four sequels? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. and We'd love to know. That's what this is all about, baby. Get on it. Get on it. Let us know, baby. <laughs> so that's all we got. It was fun watching this again. It's fun talking about it. This is one I've been wanting to do. I got a couple others that I, uh, I really want to do that I mentioned to you. Some kind of 80s retro properties that are, be, uh, are newer movies now. But uh, I think probably next we'll probably have to do isn't uh, Godzilla coming up? Yeah, and I think I was going to say, I think this may be the movie that it, that puts me back in the in the seats. I think I'm going to go seats? out and see it on the big screen, yeah. Alright, yeah. So uh, we'll have to check on that, but tentatively, I think it's Godzilla. Yeah, it comes out uh, Wednesday, which is the okay. weird release Then, date. yeah, we'll probably do it. Godzilla vs. King Kong. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Episode, episode 35. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling for Godzilla. We'll see. Mm. I'm, I've always liked Godzilla more than that stupid-ass ape. Hold on. This is uh, this is happening in real time because I actually haven't sat down and thought about who actually wants to win. Apparently, the director straight up concrete said there is going to be a winner, not some bullshit like, oh, they yeah. both kind of win. Like he said, no, one of them is coming out as a winner. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and the American versions of these, when they've done these, it's always been King Kong. Mm. And then in the Japanese versions, it's always been Godzilla because that's their character. So we'll see how it goes this time. Yeah, I think. I mean, you put me on the spot here, but I think. Yeah, I think I gotta go Godzilla. I think I'm on your side. I think I'm Godzilla's, on Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla's way doper, man. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> and they, they even had to grow fucking King Kong to make him like King Kong is not this big in the King Kong movies. Like they've yeah, like yeah. like in the King Kong movies they've already done. He's not that big. They just grew him so he could fight Godzilla. Maybe they'll have some reasoning in the movie as to why that happened. Uh, yeah, we'll I haven't seen the trailers. I don't. I, I know that I liked the Godzilla, the Brian Cranston Godzilla, and I liked. Yeah, I like that one. Kong Skull Island, I thought was pretty dope. Um, yeah, I didn't second, like. The, I didn't like the, no. the King, whatever the King of Monsters. I hated that. Yeah, fucking boring as that fuck. Was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's what we're gonna be doing. 
uh, let us know on Transformers, man. Where do you lie? Are you closer to the eight like me? You're closer to the five point five like a dumbass over here. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, great hanging out with you. Thanks for uh, subscribing. Uh, please subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, please like the videos if you if you enjoy any of the content at all. Uh, we enjoy talking with you, and uh, we look forward to the next time. We'll see you for Godzilla, and until then, roll out. Peace. Later. <laughs> <laughs>